The Gospel of John, chapter 6 through 10 from the 20th century New Testament. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. A. Carter. www.authenticlight.org. The Twentieth Century New Testament by a company of about twenty scholars. The Gospel of John. Chapter 6 through 10. Chapter 6. After this, Jesus crossed the Sea of Galilee, otherwise called the Sea of Tiberias. A great crowd of people, however, followed him, because they saw the signs of his mission and his work among those who were afflicted. Jesus went up the hill and sat down there with his disciples. It was near the time of the Jewish festival of the Passover. Looking up and noticing that a great crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he meant to do. Twenty pounds worth of bread, answered Philip, would not be enough for each of them to have a little. There is a boy here, said Andrew, another of his disciples, Simon Peter's brother, who has five barley loaves and two fishes. But what is that for so many? Make the people sit down, said Jesus. It was a grassy spot, so the men who numbered about five thousand sat down, and then Jesus took the loaves, and after saying the thanksgiving, distributed them to those who were sitting down and the same with the fish, giving the people as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, Jesus said to his disciples, Collect the broken pieces that are left, so that nothing may be wasted. The disciples did so, and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves which were left after all had eaten. When the people saw the signs which Jesus gave, they said, This is certainly the prophet who was to come into the world. But Jesus having discovered that they were intending to come and carry him off and make him king, retired again up the hill, quite alone. When evening fell, his disciples went down to the sea, and getting into a boat, began to cross to Capernaum. By this time darkness had set in, and Jesus had not yet come back to them. The sea, too, was getting rough, for a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed three or four miles, they caught sight of him, walking on the water, and approaching the boat, and they were frightened. But Jesus said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. And after this they were glad to take him into the boat, and the boat at once arrived off the shore for which they had been making. The people who remained on the further side of the sea had seen that only one boat had been there, and that Jesus had not got into it with his disciples, but that they had left without him. Some boats, however, had come from Tiberias, from near the spot where they had eaten the bread after the master had said the thanksgiving. So on the next day, when the people saw that Jesus was not there, or his disciples either, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum to look for him. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said, When did you get here, Rabbi? In truth, I tell you, answered Jesus, it is not on account of the signs which you saw that you are looking for me, but because you had the bread to eat and were satisfied. Work not for the food that perishes, but for the food that lasts for immortal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For upon him the Father, God himself, has set the seal of his approval. How, they asked, are we to do the work that God would have us do? The work that God would have you do, answered Jesus, is to believe in him whom God sent as his messenger. What sign, then, they asked, are you giving, which we may see and so believe you, 
what is the work that you are doing our ancestors had the manna to eat in the desert as scripture says he gave them bread from heaven to eat in truth i tell you replied jesus moses did not give you the bread from heaven but my father does give you the true bread from heaven for the bread that god gives is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world master they exclaimed give us that bread always i am the life-giving bread jesus said to them he that comes to me shall never be hungry and he that believes in me shall never thirst again but as i have said already you have seen me and yet you do not believe in me all those whom the father gives me will come to me and no one who comes to me will i ever turn away for i have come down from heaven to do not only my own will but the will of him who sent me and his will is this that i should not lose one of all those whom he has given me but should raise them up at the last day for it is the will of my father that every one who sees the son and believes in him should have immortal life and i myself will raise him up at the last day upon this the jews began murmuring against jesus for saying i am the bread which came down from heaven is not this jesus joseph's son they asked whose father and mother we know how is it that he now says that he has come down from heaven do not murmur among yourselves said jesus in reply no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him to me and i will raise him up at the last day it is said in the prophets and they shall all be taught by god everyone who is taught by the father and learns from him comes to me not that anyone has seen the father except him who is from god he has seen the father in truth i tell you he who believes in me has immortal life i am the life-giving bread your ancestors ate the manna in the desert and yet died the bread that comes down from heaven is such that whoever eats of it will never die i am the living bread that has come down from heaven if anyone eats of this bread he will live forever and the bread that i shall give is my flesh which i will give for the life of the world upon this the jews began disputing with one another how is it possible for this man to give us his flesh to eat in truth i tell you answered jesus unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood you have not life within you he who takes my flesh for his food and drinks my blood has immortal life and i will raise him up at the last day for my flesh is true food and my blood true drink he who takes my flesh for his food and drinks my blood remains united to me and i to him as the living father sent me as his messenger and as i live because the father lives so he who takes me for his food shall live because i live that is the bread which has come down from heaven not such as your ancestors ate and yet died he who takes this bread for his food shall live for ever all this jesus said in a synagogue when he was teaching in capernaum on hearing it many of his disciples said this is harsh doctrine who can bear to listen to it but jesus aware that his disciples were murmuring about it said to them is this a hindrance to you what then if you should see the son of man ascending where he was before it is the spirit that gives life mere flesh is of no avail in the teaching that i have been giving you there is spirit and there is life yet there are some of you who do not believe in me for jesus knew from the first who they were that did not believe in him and who it was that would betray him and he added 
this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless enabled by the Father. After this, many of his disciples drew back and did not go about with him any longer. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also wish to leave me? But Simon Peter answered, Master, to whom shall we go? Immortal life is in your teaching, and we have learnt to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Did I not myself choose you to be the twelve? replied Jesus. And yet, even of you, one is playing the devil's part. He meant Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, who was about to betray him, though he was one of the twelve. Chapter 7 after this, Jesus went about in Galilee, for he would not do so in Judea, because the Jews were eager to put him to death. When the Jewish festival of tabernacles was near, his brothers said to him, Leave this part of the country and go into Judea, so that your disciples as well as we may see the work that you are doing, for no one does a thing privately if he is seeking to be widely known. Since you do these things, you should show yourself publicly to the world. For even his brothers did not believe in him. My time, answered Jesus, is not yet come, but your time is always here. The world cannot hate you, but it does hate me, because I testify that its ways are evil. Go yourselves up to the festival. I am not going to this festival yet, because my time has not yet come. After telling them this, he stayed on in Galilee. But when his brothers had gone up to the festival, Jesus also went up, not publicly, but privately. The Jews were looking for him at the festival and asking, Where is he? And there were many whispers about him among the people, some saying, He's a good man. Others, No, he is leading the people astray. No one, however, spoke freely about him for fear of the Jews. About the middle of the festival week, Jesus went up into the temple courts and began teaching. The Jews were astonished. How has this man got his learning, they asked, when he has never studied? So in reply, Jesus said, My teaching is not my own. It is his who sent me. If anyone has the will to do God's will, he will find out whether my teaching is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. The man who speaks on his own authority seeks honor for himself, but the man who seeks the honor of him that sent him is sincere, and there is nothing false in him. Was it not Moses who gave you the law, yet not one of you obeys it? Why are you seeking to put me to death? You must be possessed by a demon, the people exclaimed. Who is seeking to put you to death? There was one thing I did, replied Jesus, at which you are all still wondering. But that is why Moses instituted circumcision among you, not indeed that it began with him, but with our ancestors. And that is why you circumcise even on a Sabbath. When a man receives circumcision on a Sabbath to prevent the law of Moses from being broken, how can you be angry with me for making a man sound and well on a Sabbath? Do not judge by appearances. Judge justly. At this, some of the people of Jerusalem exclaimed, Is not this the man they are seeking to put to death? Yet here he is, speaking out boldly, and they say nothing to him. Is it possible that our leading men have really discovered that he is the Christ? Yet we know where this man is from. But when the Christ comes, no one will be able to tell where he's from. Therefore Jesus, as he was teaching in the temple courts, raised his voice and said, Yes, you know me, and you know where I am from. Yet I have not come on my own authority, but he who sent me may be trusted, and him you do not know. I do know him, for it is from him that I have come, and he sent me as his messenger. So they sought to arrest him. 
but no one touched him, for his time had not come yet. Many of the people, however, believed in him. When the Christ comes, they said, will he give more signs of his mission than this man has given? The Pharisees heard the people whispering about him in this way, and so the chief priests and the Pharisees sent officers to arrest him, on which Jesus said, I shall be with you but a little longer, and then I am going to him who sent me. You will look for me, and you will not find me. You will not be able to come where I shall be. Where is this man going? the Jews asked one another, that we shall not find him. Will he go to our countrymen abroad and teach foreigners? What does he mean by saying, You will look for me, and you will not find me, and you will not be able to come where I shall be? On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus, who was standing by, exclaimed, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as Scripture says, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. By this he meant the Spirit, which those who had believed in him were to receive, for the Spirit had not yet come, because Jesus had not yet been exalted. Some of the people, when they heard these words, said, This is certainly the prophet. Others said, This is the Christ. But some asked, What? Does the Christ come from Galilee? Is not it said in Scripture that it is of the race of David and from Bethlehem, the village in which David belonged, that the Christ is to come? So there was a sharp division among the people on account of Jesus. Some of them wanted to arrest him, and yet no one touched him. When the officers returned to the chief priests and Pharisees, they were asked, Why have you not brought him? No man ever spoke as he speaks, they answered. What, have you been led astray too? the Pharisees replied. Have any of our leading men believed in him, or any of the Pharisees? As for these people, who do not know the law, they are cursed. But one of their number, Nicodemus, who before this had been to see Jesus, said to them, Does our law pass judgment on a man without first giving him a hearing, and finding out what he has been doing? Are you also from Galilee? they retorted. Search and you will find that no prophet is to arise in Galilee. Chapter 8 Jesus again addressed the people. I am the light of the world, he said. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You are bearing testimony to yourself, exclaimed the Pharisees. Your testimony is not trustworthy. Even if I bear testimony to myself, answered Jesus, my testimony is trustworthy. For I know where I came from and where I am going, but you do not know where I came from, nor where I am going. You judge by appearances. I judge no one. Yet even if I were to judge, my judgment would be trustworthy, because I am not alone, but the Father who sent me is with me. Why, in your own law it is said that the testimony of two persons is trustworthy. I who bear testimony to myself am one, and the Father who sent me also bears testimony to me. Where is your Father then? they asked. You know neither me nor my Father, replied Jesus. If you had known me, you would have also known my Father. These statements Jesus made in the treasury while teaching in the temple courts. Yet no one arrested him, for his time had not then come. Jesus again spoke to the people. I am going away, he said, and you will look for me, but you will die in your sin. You cannot come where I am going. Is he going to kill himself? the Jews exclaimed, that he says, you cannot go where I am going? You, added Jesus, are from below. I am from above. You are of this present world. I am not. 
and so I told you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am what I am, you will die in your sins. Who are you? they asked. Why ask exactly what I have been telling you? said Jesus. I have still much that concerns you to speak of and to pass judgment on, yet he who sent me may be trusted, and I speak to the world only of the things which I have heard from him. They did not understand that he meant the Father. So Jesus added, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will understand that I am what I am, and that I do nothing of myself, but that I say just what the Father has taught me. Moreover, he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. While he was speaking in this way, many came to believe in him. So Jesus went on to say to those Jews who had believed in him, If you remain constant to my message, you are truly my disciples, and you shall find out the truth, and the truth will set you free. We are descendants of Abraham, was their answer, and have never been in slavery to anyone. What do you mean by saying, you will all be set free? In truth, I tell you, replied Jesus, everyone who sins is a slave to sin, and a slave does not remain in the home always, but a son remains always. If then the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, yet you are seeking to put me to death because my message finds no place in your hearts. I tell you what I have myself seen in the presence of my father, and you in the same way do what you have learnt from your father. Our father is Abraham, was their answer. If you are Abraham's children, replied Jesus, do what Abraham did. But as it is, you are seeking to put me to death, a man who has told you the truth as he heard it from God. Abraham did not act in that way. You are doing what your own father does. We are not bastards, they said. We have one father, God himself. If God were your father, Jesus replied, you would have loved me, for I came out from God and now am here. And I have not come of myself, but he sent me as his messenger. How is it that you do not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to listen to my message. As for you, you are the children of your father the devil, and you are determined to do what your father loves to do. He was a murderer from the first and did not stand by the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he lies, he does what is natural to him because he is a liar and the father of lying. But as for me, it is because I speak the truth to you that you do not believe me. Which of you can convict me of sin? Why then do not you believe me if I am speaking truth? He who comes from God listens to God's teaching. The reason why you do not listen is because you do not come from God. Are not we right after all, replied the Jews, in saying that you are a Samaritan and are possessed by a demon? I am not possessed by a demon, Jesus answered, but I am showing reverence for my father, and yet you have no reverence for me. Not that I am seeking honor for myself. There is one who is seeking my honor, and he decides. In truth, I tell you, if anyone lays my message to heart, he will never really die. Now we are sure that you are possessed by a demon, the Jews replied. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. And yet you say, if anyone lays my message to heart, he will never know death. Are you greater than our ancestor Abraham, who died? And the prophets died too. Whom do you make yourself out to be? If I do honor to myself, answered Jesus, such honor counts for nothing. It is my Father who does me honor, 
and you say that he is your god and yet you have not learnt to know him but i know him and if i were to say that i do not know him i should be a liar just like you but i do know him and i lay his message to heart your ancestor abraham rejoiced that he would see my day and he did see it and he was glad you are not fifty years old yet the jews exclaimed and have you seen abraham in truth i tell you replied jesus before abraham existed i was at this they took up stones to throw at him but jesus hid himself and left the temple courts chapter nine as jesus passed by he saw a man who had been blind from his birth rabbi asked his disciples who was it that sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind neither the man nor his parents replied jesus but he was born blind that the work of god should be made plain in him we must do the work of him who sent me while it is day night is coming when no one can work as long as i am in the world i am the light of the world saying this jesus spat on the ground made clay with the saliva and put it on the man's eyes go he said and wash your eyes in the bath of siloam a word which means messenger so the man went and washed his eyes and returned able to see upon this his neighbors and those who had formerly known him by sight as a beggar exclaimed is not this the man who used to sit and beg yes some said it is while others said no but he is like him the man himself said i am he how did you get your sight then they asked the man whom they call jesus he answered made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me go to siloam and wash your eyes so i went and washed my eyes and gained my sight where is he they asked i do not know he answered they took the man who had been blind to the pharisees now it was a sabbath when jesus made the clay and gave him his sight so the pharisees also questioned the man as to how he had gained his sight he put clay on my eyes he answered and i washed them and i can see the man cannot be from god said some of the pharisees for he does not keep the sabbath how is it possible retorted others for a bad man to give signs like this so there was a difference of opinion among them and they again questioned the man what do you yourself say about him for it is to you that he has given sight he is a prophet the man replied the jews however refused to believe that he had been blind and had gained his sight until they had called his parents and questioned them is this your son they asked who you say was born blind if so how is it that he can see now we know that this is our son answered the parents and that he was born blind but how it is that he can see now we do not know nor do we know who it was that gave him his sight ask him he's old enough he will tell you about himself his parents spoke in this way because they were afraid of the jews for the jews had already agreed that if any one should acknowledge jesus as the christ he should be expelled from their synagogues this was why his parents said he is old enough ask him so the jews again called the man who had been blind and said to him give god the praise we know that this is a bad man i know nothing about his being a bad man he replied one thing i do know that although i was blind now i can see what did he do to you they asked how did he give you your sight i told you just now he answered and you did not listen why do you want to hear it again surely you also do not want to become his disciples 
you are his disciple they retorted scornfully but we are disciples of moses we know that god spoke to moses but as for this man we do not know where he comes from well the man replied this is very strange you do not know where he comes from and yet he has given me my sight we know that god never listens to bad men but when a man is god-fearing and does god's will god listens to him since the world began such a thing was never heard of as anyone's giving sight to a person born blind if this man had not been from god he could not have done anything at all you they retorted were born totally depraved and are you trying to teach us so they expelled him jesus heard of their having put him out and when he had found the man he asked do you believe in the son of man tell me who he is sir he replied so that i may believe in him not only have you seen him said jesus but it is he who is now speaking to you then sir i do believe said the man bowing to the ground before him and jesus added it was to put men to the test that i came into this world in order that those that cannot see should see and that those who can see should become blind hearing this some of the pharisees who were with him said then are we blind too if you had been blind replied jesus you would have had no sin to answer for but as it is you say we can see and so your sin remains chapter ten in truth i tell you whoever does not go into the sheepfold through the door but climbs up at some other place that man is a thief and a robber but the man who goes in through the door is shepherd to the sheep for him the watchman opens the door and the sheep listen to his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out when he has brought them all out he walks in front of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice they will not follow a stranger but will run away from him because they do not know a stranger's voice this was the allegory that jesus told them but they did not understand of what he was speaking so he continued in truth i tell you i am the door for the sheep all who came before me were thieves and robbers but the sheep did not listen to them i am the door he who goes in through me will be safe and he will go in and out and find pasture the thief comes only to steal to kill and to destroy i have come that they may have life and may have it in greater fullness i am the good shepherd the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep the hired man who is not a shepherd and who does not own the sheep when he sees a wolf coming leaves them and runs away then the wolf seizes them and scatters the flock he does this because he is only a hired man and does not care about the sheep i am the good shepherd and i know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me and i know the father and i lay down my life for the sheep i have other sheep besides which do not belong to this fold i must lead them also and they will listen to my voice and they shall become one flock under one shepherd this is why the father loves me because i lay down my life to receive it again no one took it from me but i lay it down of myself i have authority to lay it down and i have authority to receive it again this is the command which i received from my father in consequence of these words a difference of opinion again arose among the jews many of them said he's possessed by a demon and is mad why do you listen to him others said this is not the teaching of one who is possessed by a demon can a demon give sight to the blind 
Soon after this, the festival of the rededication was held at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple courts in the colonnade of Solomon, when the Jews gathered round him and said, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us so frankly. I have told you so, replied Jesus, and you do not believe me. The work that I am doing in my Father's name bears testimony to me. But you do not believe me, because you are not of my flock. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. And I give them immortal life, and they shall not be lost, nor shall anyone snatch them out of my hands. What my Father has entrusted to me is more than all else, and no one can snatch anything out of the Father's hands. The Father and I are one. The Jews again brought stones to throw at him. And seeing this, Jesus said, I have done before your eyes many good actions inspired by the Father. For which of them would you stone me? It is not for any good action that we would stone you, answered the Jews, but for blasphemy, and because you, who are only a man, make yourself out to be God. Are there not, replied Jesus, these words in your law? I said, ye are gods. If those to whom God's words were addressed were said to be gods, and Scripture cannot be set aside, do you say of one whom the Father has consecrated and sent as his messenger to the world, you are blaspheming, because I said I am God's Son? If I am not doing the work that my Father is doing, do not believe me. But if I am doing it, even though you do not believe me, believe what that work shows, so that you may understand and understand more and more clearly that the Father is in union with me and I with the Father. Upon this the Jews again sought to arrest him, but he escaped their hands. Then Jesus again crossed the Jordan to the place where John used to baptize at first, and stayed there some time, during which many people came to see him. John gave no sign of his mission, they said, but everything that he said about this man was true, and many learnt to believe in Jesus there. End of chapter 6 through 10